0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys after every single Houston Rockets game, whether that be preseason, regular season, or postseason. Uh, I am coming to you live after game 21 of the 2022-2023 regular season for our beloved Houston Rockets the Rockets dropped their record to 5 and 16 this evening with their 16th loss of the year they lose to the Denver Nuggets 120 to 100 uh, for the back-to-back losses at the Nuggets losing Monday night and then tonight this game was not as close as the final score would indicate. Uh, The Rockets were down by 27 points at halftime. End up outscoring the Nuggets by three in the third, four in the fourth, and lose by 20 points. Uh, Let's get to our box score breakdown. First for the Rockets, Jabari Smith, 13 points tonight in 31 minutes, 5 of 12 from the field. He had four rebounds and three assists. Alperen Shangun, 18 points, 11 rebounds with what some people are lauding as an incredible performance by him. I'm a little taken back by that. Eric Gordon, 19 minutes, one of four from the field, two points. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., 23 points, five assists, six rebounds. Jalen Green, 16 points, three assists, three rebounds, six of 16 from the field. Bruno Fernando coming off the bench, two points in seven minutes. Usman Garuba, 15 minutes, two points, two rebounds. K.J. Martin, 19 minutes, uh, three points, two rebounds. Tari Eason, 14 minutes, 0-5 from the field, four points. Not one of his better games. Garrison Matthews, he did have six points in 21 minutes, two of four from the three-point line. Josh Christopher played three minutes, scored four points, and Deshaun Nix, who for some reason continues to get minutes, 16 minutes, seven points this evening. Now, um, first of all, if you were joining the show tonight, a little bit later uh, start time tonight, so I imagine a lot of people uh, are doing other things tonight, which is totally understandable. You're listening to the show live here on Spotify Live, as always you're more than welcome to come up on stage. Hit that request to speak button. I'll bring you up on stage, and we'll talk it out. We are joined by a good friend of the show, Ryan. Ryan, what are your thoughts on the game this evening?
1: I had to turn it off, dude. Yeah. Um. And, and Jokic uh, – sh- no, 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 not, not Jokic. Shingun said that he's not a starting center.
0: So, you know, what's funny, Ryan, and the, this is the comical part of being a paid podcaster, right? So many people, I, I will say this again on the show, because a lot of people listen to the show in the days after we record that. and we get tweets all the time that the I would say 98% of the tweets, if not more are by me and not Jeremy. Okay. I give my opinions while I'm watching the game and that's what they are. They are (laughs) sports opinions. This is not personal for me. This is what I view when I watch the games in the middle of the games. This is, I don't post date these comments. They are live during the game. I invite anybody who has a disagreement with what is said on the Twitter account, to come to the show, have an open Mm -hmm. and honest conversation about if you disagree with one of my takes, you're more than welcome to come on stage. And let's have a let's have a let's have a discussion about it. Don't insult me by calling me an idiot for my take. And then when I respond to you on the Twitter account, and then you don't engage in a conversation because you don't have a viable opinion. Do you know why Nikola Jokic says the Rockets should run through Shangun? Because they know that the Rockets,
2: if they do that, are a worse basketball team. It's factual. Like Alperin Shangun, did
0: he have a bad game tonight? He had 18 and 11. No, statistically, he didn't. The Rockets...
1: I wouldn't say no, but he's just not a starting center. He
0: got, they got throttled tonight. Like, he had a good game tonight. Where was Bruno? And they got throttled. Like, I, I don't understand. And I'll give you a perfect example, Ryan. Perfect example, right? What did I tweet tonight? Uh, okay, so I tweeted, the way some pine for Shen Goon is trus- truly nauseating. Because it's true. Like, I find it nauseating the way that some fans just will go to the woodshed for a guy that's now in what? His second year? Yeah, it's his second year, right? Yeah. This is his second Okay. So, Uh, the way that this year he's getting all of these minutes, right? This year he's appeared in 17 of the 21 games. He's averaging – 27 26.7 minutes. He's averaging 15 points and nine rebounds a game. Okay. The Rockets are five and sixteen. There's not one person on this team, not named Jabari Smith or Jalen Green, that or I'll put Tari Eason
2: in there too, that their role on this team is safe. I agree. Like, those are the three guys.
0: And if I'm missing somebody, I mean, KPJ, this is now year three of Kevin Porter Jr. as your starting point guard. He's still not a point guard.
1: Still like, not a point guard. The,
0: the things that I'm saying, and I hate to, cont- I, I don't want to be that guy, Ryan. Like, I swear you not. And I see James is in here. I see Devin's in here. I've had conversations with, these guys and you, Ryan, over the years. This is my third year now at the at the Dream Take. A lot of things that I have said, I still believe, and I still believe to be true. KPJ, not a point guard. Steven Silas should be fired. Fat
2: Eric Gordon should be gone. Uh yeah. I'm trying I'm trying Speaking- to figure out like.
0: I, I just don't get it. Why are you only playing Bruno Fernando seven minutes tonight against Nikola Jokic? I, I,
1: That's what I was going to bring up as it was that situation. And then, I, I dude, don't, if you're, I don't get it. If you're down by thirty points and you take two timeouts within those <laughs> uh, deficit, there's something wrong with the head coach. Obviously,
0: I totally agree uh ryan do you have any final thoughts for now i want you to stay in the room but i do have two other speaker requests but i want to come back to you to finish the show is that okay
1: yeah i'll go you can get those guys I'll, I'll come back on my bad. <laughs>
2: uh let's go to our next speaker johnny johnny welcome to the show my friend how are you oh, Johnny, welcome hey, welcome to the show. To
3: the- hey mike i'm good thanks how are you
2: i'm good brother what's going on
3: Uh, Well, I've had a night of two halves. I'm traveling in the States on business at the moment, so I was at the TD Garden for the Celtics-Miami game. Um, Nice. (laughs) Quite a change from watching the Rockets play at the moment. Yeah, no shit, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Jason Tatum went off for something like 50. I left with about 30 seconds to go. I don't know where he ended up, but that was quite incredible. He's, Um,
0: He's special, man.
3: Oh, yeah. If he's not in the MVP conversation this season, I'll be, I'll be very surprised. And that team looks he's, phenomenal, by the way.
0: He's very, very good.
3: Yeah. Um, look, Mike, I'm a relatively new fan. Uh, I really only got into the NBA in the 2018-19 season. I'm probably one of, the, right both, on. I'm probably one of the very few Rockets fans who are from the UK. I, I think there used to be another guy who used to come up and speak regularly who was also... <laughs> Um,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of who it is But yeah, no, I'm familiar That's cool, that's awesome, you and him, the, all, the only two
3: <laughs> Could be, could well be right And I, I just want to okay. start out by saying I, I listen to every episode of this, I really appreciate what you and Jeremy do oh, Awesome, man, we um, appreciate that The the time zone thing makes it impossible to watch the game live So it's quite a treat to actually be able to watch one and enjoy one of these conversations So um, Yeah, Yo, we're
0: lucky to have you
3: Great to be speaking And look, I, I think I, I I probably lean more towards the way that Jeremy thinks in terms of being a fan, but I I do also broadly agree with a lot of what you say about this team. Um, I think, you know, if, if this season is going to be about development, I'm kind of content for it to be, because I don't think the Rockets could be anything better than a middling team right now. And I'd rather be bad for one more season than be middling. But I I do think that there are things getting in the way of that development happening. Eric Gordon's got to go. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, Yeah, I
0: I think it's that and I think it's also like even for a fan like you and for Jeremy who wanted to go all in on the development, then why are you only playing Garuba 15 minutes tonight? Why are you only playing KJ Martin 19 minutes tonight? Why is Tari Eason only playing 14 minutes tonight? Why is Josh Christopher not play? Why is Ty Ty Washington not here? You know, like those are the things that I don't agree with like, I'm fine. If you want to prove that you're all in on this youth movement, fine, go ahead, but invest in it. Like you have one foot in and one foot out with it. And that's not right. Like, that's not the right way to look at this roster and say, we're getting the most out of this roster. That's what I have a major problem with Johnny, a major problem with.
3: Yeah. And I agree with you. And I I think given the the sheer amount of, young talent on this roster, it would be a challenge regardless. I do think Eric Gordon playing 25 to 30 minutes a night just is is a is a blocker, and that needs to go. Um, the You know, if I think about this season, I'm actually fairly positive uh, in terms of the development of some of our individual young stars. You know, J- Jalen is coming on leaps and bounds. Shengun, I'm with you. I'm not sure that he's the starting centre of the future, but there's no doubt that his numbers are getting better from where they were last season. Of course, they always play more minutes, but you know, on the offensive end, he's looking good. He's got his defensive limitations, of course. Um, Jabari, Ooh. Ooh. Jabari, I, I kind of feel like... I'm just thinking back to what happened with Jalen last season after the All-Star break, when he just improved leaps and bounds, and I'm really hoping we get the same from Jabari as well. KJ's obviously developing brilliantly, um, and him playing more is a huge part of that. So that, for me, is... Three, hopefully four names at least, that we see good development from, but we're missing a few pieces for sure.
0: Well, and, and that's the that's the thing, Johnny, is that that sums it up perfectly, right? That you say that they're missing a few pieces, which I totally agree with. The problem with that statement is: a. What are those pieces? B. They have lost me as a fan at this point. Like a diehard fan, I am no longer. Because, and I watch every game because, you know, Jeremy and I would do a show after every single game. Either we're watching every game, we're following every game. I am no longer the diehard fan I was from a few years ago. Because, quite honestly, Johnny, they don't deserve it. Because the way that they've treated this roster is such malpractice to their fans that they simply just don't deserve it. Sorry, like that's the way I feel when you employ a guy like Steven Silas that should have been fired last year. He's not good at his job. He can't run a roster. Putting Alperin Shangun out there, his numbers don't mean anything to me because you watch these games, he's getting dominated by Jokic because he's being played out of position. He's not a center. I don't know how many times I can repeat it, but I will say this, Johnny, to make sure that everybody hears me loud and clear. I do not hate Alper and Shangoon as a person. I don't hate him as a player. I hate how he's being utilized. That's my problem. I'm criticizing him as the starting center of the Houston Rockets. He's not a center. So when he plays terribly on the defensive end and we get killed on the defensive end by his man, that's what i have a problem with you know jokic had 17 and 12 tonight so that basically means that he played jokic even and jokic barely played the second half man that's that's my that's my problem like I, I don't understand why people take it so personally when i say i don't like him as the starting center of this team i want him to be a part of this team i don't want him to be our starting center that's where the, that's where this coaching staff Loses me. And as a whole, Johnny, this coaching staff is
2: below average, far below average, including their assistants. That's also part of the problem, the way I see it.
3: I think we need, you know, you asked earlier, you know, what are the pieces that are missing? I think having a genuinely strong rim protector at the five is absolutely one of the things 100%. that we're missing. And I actually, you know, if there was some way that we could have shang playing the five on the offensive end and being that point center, but not necessarily having to be that defensive presence, I would love to see that. Because I, I, I just love watching the guy um, on the offensive end. I think he's immensely entertaining and he's got a lot of skill to him. So that for me is definitely one piece. He does.
0: He does?
3: Um, I, feel, I feel we're sorted at the two with Jalen. I'm hoping we're going to be sorted at the three with Jabari. If KJ can be the four that we need um, or A4. That we need, I'm, I'm content with that. I'm kind of really on the point guard thing. I think Kevin Porter's been playing well this season. Is he the long term proposition? Particularly if we end up with a Scoot Henderson coming out of the draft, no. But you know, if we could get Scoot or a decent point guard in the draft, have those three positions locked down, and see what we can do at center, I feel pretty good about this team. Um, and on the coaching side, frankly, I've just not been a fan long enough to have an informed opinion of the likes of you and Jeremy. So I'm going to defer. I do think. On the individual development side, I see good things from Silas, but yes, yeah, certainly, you know, my experience as a fan with the Rockets is between him and Antony, and and my sense is that you know, Mike Dantony was a very different proposition, but was was a better coach. You'll tell me if I'm wrong.
0: Well, I don't, I don't. For, he is a better coach. the The difference between the two is Dantony was coaching a team that was contending for a title, and Silas is coaching a team that is not and you know individual individuals getting better i don't know how much i credit silas for that you know I, I think i credit guys like uh like uh john lucas uh their shooting coach uh i think her name's barbara turner uh who da- who's done a really nice job there um, but you talked about their assistance overall you're talking about the g league coach that they just brought up last year he's a first time uh, NBA assistant, I mean, he's been fine. You have a guy like Lionel Hollins, who I respect. I think he's going to take over for Silas when they eventually fire him before the end of the year. Uh, but overall, his assistants are not great. And and that's also part of the problem. Um, but do you have any final thoughts, Johnny, before we go to our next speaker, my man?
3: Nope. um, just want to say once again, Thanks very much. You do have a fan base in the UK. I can't, that's awesome, <laughs> I'm not man. sure how big it is, but it's de- definitely me and Jake's. That's two of us at least. I'm sure there's more. That's uh, awesome, keep man. doing what you're doing. And yeah, Absolutely, thanks again.
0: Hey, Amen. Hop on anytime. Matt, that's cool, man. Uh, that was, that was really cool. Johnny, we, we love you. We appreciate you. Let's go to our next speaker of the night, Jim. Thanks for holding Jim. How are you, sir?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, you know what? Every time I come on and speak to you, I'm going to start doing a new thing. My thing is going to be I'm giving out criminal indictments. Here's my here's my mm. criminal indictment of the night. I okay. like it. They're they're fucking up the tank. This is what I mean by that. You've already talked about the rotation, hundred percent. I'm 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 with you on that. You here's the next thing that they've screwed up. What's your identity? What what's the offense? Yep. I watched that game and I'm like. This is a bunch of dudes for hanging out, right? You you would see something better at the Rucker than what you saw tonight. I mean, there's no identity. Everybody knew they were going to lose this year. They're young. It, it, it's not jailed yet. That's fine. So you can you can be okay with losing when you're developing something. There's nothing. You don't have an offensive identity. You don't have a defensive identity. You have nothing. You got a bunch of dudes showing up, just kind of giving their best, right? And some nights that means Jalen's going gonna go off. Some nights Jabari may go off. P. will do what P. does. and have somebody you know hang his in place. But I'm I'm saying you don't. They 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 they're messing it up because let's say you get Victor Wembanyama. You have not proven what you have in anybody you have on your roster today to know how it will even fit with Victor Wynn Monument, nor do you have a system to put Victor in. You'll have to go create it a year from now, which means you have now extended the tank essentially another year when you didn't have to. You're going to lose now anyway. Build what you need to build right now. So that's why you and I we're all on the same page about this whole thing. That they are they've they failed in the very basic thing of you know you're going to lose, then then take the time to start really building the foundation. This is we're just on the clock waiting to figure out what we and well, when you get. And you won't have anything to insert them into.
0: But he also doesn't fix your problem.
1: No, I, 100%, right? Which is, which? Which
0: people don't talk about, which which is astonishing to me, Jim, that everyone's like, go get Victor, go get Victor. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Still doesn't solve your problem. You know, can he defend the rim? Yes. Consistently? Watch his game. He wants to be more Kevin Durant than he does Rudy Gobert. That's the problem is you right. still don't have somebody to defend the rim if you get Victor Wendbanyuma. And that's, that's the problem that I have, besides the rotation thing, right, is the way that these – we'll call them fans, right? These – I'll call them Twitter fanboys because they're out there, Jim. I don't know if you see them. But every time Alperen Sengun does something, when the team is down 20 points and he has a nice dunk, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like that's being a a microscopic fan and I'm trying to be a telescope fan. Does that make sense to you? Like I'm trying to be a give me something to latch onto. Absolutely. You know, like the way that this season is going, most nights, like yeah, they had a two game winning streak. They had a really nice win against Atlanta. That was a solid win against the Hawks, a very good Hawks team that'll go out in the second round in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They're not a conference title team, but they're a good team. But then you beat the hell out of a terrible Oklahoma City team. And the way some people are looking at it saying,
2: oh my God, this is the start of something. It ain't, ain't the start of shit. This team sucks. This team is horrible. Like this is the way I feel. And there are going to be people that tweet yeah. me tomorrow at Mike Brown
0: underscore twenty twenty. Mike, you're a terrible fan. Why do you continue to do the shows if you say the team sucks? Because I don't want the team to suck. Like I don't want this to be. I don't want to watch Rockets games and have them be the joke of the league. Give me a team right
2: now, Jim. In your honest opinion, that is a bigger joke than the Rockets. Honest question. Oh, I mean the the Lakers. I mean maybe. I- but the Lakers are now coming back. They're seven and
0: 12.
1: Well, I mean the lake. but when you look at the level of talent that they have, it, I mean, that that's a criminal indictment waiting to happen too, because that's what happens when you can't maneuver personalities and match it up with talent and other things, but no, I'm I'm a hundred percent. It's what happens when you hire a coach who's
0: never been a head coach, by the way, in Darvin ham, which never made sense to me, but I digress.
1: Well, and, and it's, as I said, To you, as it relates to silence, there are two types of coaches in the NBA. There are maintainers, and there are builders. He was hired to be a maintainer. This requires a builder. He is not so bad. Never will be. His final thing. Well, like
2: so. Let me ask you this.
0: Yeah, let me ask you this real quick, just to make sure. I want to make sure I ask you this before we run out of time on the show. How long have you been a Rockets fan? Uh, since 1981. Okay. Since 81, right? Me since 90. Okay. How excited would you be? I'm going to lay out a couple of things, right? And you tell me on a scale of one to 10 on these individual events, scale of one to 10, how excited you would be as a Rockets fan. How excited would you be if they traded
2: Eric Gordon tomorrow for a late first round pick? Medium excitement. Okay, medium excitement, right? But you would be excited, right? Like you would you would have some level
0: of excitement if they acknowledge the fact that he's doing this roster no good. Okay, how excited would you be if they got rid of, I will call him the basketball corpse of Boban, and went to the G League and signed any sort
2: of rim-protecting big man? Okay, so we're on the same page that that was Super a waste excited. of a roster spot, right? Okay, that's where I was at the beginning of
0: the year. Having him on this team is a waste. I get the locker room presence. Like, that's great and all. It's a waste of a roster spot every single night. He's doing you no good. How excited would you be on a scale of 1 to 10 if they fired Stephen Silas and
2: hired Sam Cassell? (laughs) Uh, Okay, how excited would you be if his lead assistant was Vernon Maxwell?
0: Oh. How excited 15. would you be? This
2: man has shown an interest in getting into coaching. What if his second assistant was Gary Payton? Wow. That, yeah, that, that's a 15 too. What, hap- oh. what, what would your level of excitement be if,
0: if they were getting blown out some nights but keeping it relatively competitive? If their top nine in the rotation on a night in and night out basis was KPJ... Hold on, let me make sure I get this right, because I want to make sure I get these nine guys right. If on a night-in, night-out basis, the guys that they were playing the most, we'll call it 25 minutes plus, Smith, Shingun, KPJ, Jalen Green, Bruno Fernando, Usman Garuba, KJ Martin, and Tari Eason. And the 10th guy I'll call Jayshon Tate. So you have a rotation of 10. That's your 10. Night-in, night-out, those are the guys getting the most minutes on this team. I'd be good with that. You see what I'm getting at? Like all of these things. Now the coaching staff getting those three guys together, that's a little far fetched, but you get my point is that what this team is, what this front office did to this roster is criminal. It's criminal. And what they're doing right now is criminal to their
1: roster. Like it's bad. Yep. A hundred percent agree with you. And um, the, the, the last thing i to say is this. When people try to compare what the Rockets have to where the Astros were. Most such sure. a joke, such a joke. I'll show you the big difference. The, obviously, the Astros were god-awful three years in a row. They lost over 100 games three years yep. in a row. But they had a plan the entire time, right? It was like, we're losing, but we know what we're going to do when we get to X point. Right, Jeff Lou now is an asshole, but he's an organized asshole this, this front office with the rockets they're not they don't think like that, and that's what i, I go back to where I started. You're just out there, you just watch a bunch of dudes play pickup, right? That's what you're doing right now, and it's like if you're going to lose, make get the most out of losing that you can because you're going to lose. That, that goes without saying. This was going to be a 21 team, any way you go. At, you go. at best, 30, 30, but you're a 21 team. So don't go out there and look like a bunch of walking dead corpses. Like, put something together and start building your identity such that when you get whoever you're going to get next year in the first round, they're coming into a culture and the system you got to have both the system doesn't matter if you don't have the culture you don't have a fucking culture you gotta have
0: well you don't well you don't have a culture and in my opinion i've said this before jim i think you and i have talked about this you have a bottom five owner a bottom five gm and a easily bottom five coach you can argue the gm to me i i don't love what they've done i hate what they've done in free agency they showed it when they had Daniel Tice, the, the Daniel Tice contract where they gave him four years, 32 million and trade him less than half a year later. Um, I, I like some of the deals that he's done right. in free agency, but he has not landed that big ticket guy yet. And until you land that big ticket guy, nothing is going to change. Like you saw what it was in Oklahoma city and, and prayers up to Chet Hungren. That's the risk that you run when you draft your superstars, is guys who are fragile like that. He had a fragile body. Anybody who's ever played the game of basketball or watched the game of basketball knows Chet Holmgren was fragile, like bad fragile. Like his body, I mean, when was the last time a guy with his
2: frame right. worked out in the NBA? Right, serious question. Like,
1: never. I mean, look, he, he was Sam Boone it happened. Actually, he's worse than Sam Bowie. I mean, you could argue Giannis.
0: But when Giannis first came into the league where he was like skin and bones, but he bulked up. Now, maybe Chet will do the same thing. But I'm just throwing it out there that the Rockets had ample opportunities this offseason to go get better. I'll I'll give you two names right away. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Two guys that could have been had. For the right price, the Rockets didn't do it. And the Rockets are suffering the consequences right now. And like you said, and we don't need to continue to go in a circle here, but you've summed it up perfectly. The fact is that if you're going to lose, which everyone knew you were going to lose, lose in the right way. Read the freaking room, man. You have a bunch of young, hungry dudes. Like send them out there and let them go make mistakes now but like you said, going into next season, what the hell is this team? We don't know what this team is. Are you a, are you a good three point shooting team? No. Do you go to shingun on the block often enough, or so are you a back to the basket, set up a kick and shoot often enough? We don't know. I don't think so. It's 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 this is YMCA basketball. That's what it is. This is 24 Hour Fitness. You roll up to 24 Hour Fitness, you're right. going to find right. five dudes that met each other at the bar down the street or the Smoothie King that can put together a more complex offense than what the Rockets run most
1: nights. Yep, and and it it tells you what Stephen Silas's mindset is and that is he's in over his head, 100%. right? And 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 he's given up. Right. He's given up. And, and I've said this on the show before. His old man has said, look, bro, you, you stay. You get your check until they send you on your way.
0: Well, yeah. and it's also the reason that he was an assistant for 20 years. It's there's no disrespect to Steven Silas. OK, it's, it's to anyone listening to the show. It's not personal. Like this is not this is a business. We are in the business of winning games. I don't care, Jim, how the hell it happens I don't care if they win games 65 to 64. It doesn't matter to me. They are in the business of winning games. He has shown three years in a row. He's not the guy. And the fact
2: is that they are letting him coach this team is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I'll give you
0: a name, Jim. I'll give you a last name before we wrap the show up. I'll give you a name on a scale of one to 10. If they win the, if they win the championship this year, Would you give up the
2: farm to go get Kelvin Sampson to be the next head coach of this team? Hell yes. And two times on Sunday. That's it. Yes, sir. Because
1: he. you know a basketball dude when you see him. That's a basketball dude.
0: Yep. I mean, I'm just, I look, I look at that and I say to myself, I go, and again, look, I graduated from the university of Houston. I love the university of Houston. That is my school. My thing is, it goes beyond that, Jim. Like, it goes to watch the man coach. Like, take everything else out of it. You can take all the U of H colors off of his coaching uniform. If you show up at the gym and you see the way he coaches, which is hard, like, you ain't going to be able to go out there and dog it like the rocket, like Eric Gordon does. Do you think Eric Gordon – would would play this way under Samson? Hell no. Hell no. You think Deshaun Nix would be, you know, lugging his frame
2: up the court the way he does without hustling and stay in the game? You know, guys, like, you know, why is Ty Ty Washington
0: not here? That, that I don't understand that whatsoever. You know, where's Jay Sean Tate? The, this injury, I mean, I'm not gonna, I would never call it a phantom injury, but, I mean, what is going on with Tate? Love to know that. Fernando playing seven minutes against Jokic. Like,
1: I just don't get it, man. Or the Josh, the the mystery with Josh Christopher. I'm I i do, I'm with you on that. I do not understand why. Because, again, that goes to the criminal indictment. Why is that guy only playing two two minutes a game? And if what you're saying is, there's there's something else going on. There's an attitude problem. There's some other problem. Then, then you then you got to go address it. That means you've gone this deep into the season and you still haven't addressed whatever that problem is. Yep. Which I is know good failure. things happen.
0: Good things happen when Josh Christopher is on the court because he's a, he's a dude. You know, I've called him Lou Williams before. He's a bucket getter. Like, give, him the, give him the ball and watch what he does with it. Like, yeah. I don't even care about defense at this point. Like, go, just try and go outscore teams. Like, you have thoroughbreds on this team. You have guys and you have young legs and Jabari Smith and KPJ and Jalen Green and Tari Eason and KJ Martin. Like, you're going to get killed down low anyway. Why not play small ball? As much as I hate to say that, Jeremy was 100% right. That the the best way for this team to win games is to play small ball. Put Jabari at the five and just let them run.
1: Yeah, because they could they could outrun virtually any right. team in the Yeah, I mean that that's what they can do in droves. They can they can outrun any. And my
0: favorite now, yeah. Go ahead,
1: sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, but you look at that first quarter. That looked like hot trash in fucking August. I'm telling you that was, but but that's also what you're going to get when you got a bunch of young dudes and you're not doing what you're supposed to do to establish a culture and an identity. That's what happens.
0: Well, my favorite, my favorite part of the story that came out about Jokic saying the Rockets should run through Shangun more. Nobody picked up. It seems like, You understand that is literally the opposite of what the Rockets should do. If you watch any amount of Rockets basketball, doing that is beyond ridiculous. Like, it's stupid. Like, why would you do that when you have KPJ, who you're paying, if everything works out in his contract, upwards of $80 million? You have Jalen Green, who's the future superstar of your team, and you have a guy in Jabari Smith that you took sixth or a third overall in the draft. You're going to tell me the Rockets should run more of their offense through a guy that they drafted at 16 who, yes, is averaging a decent number this year. He's also playing a lot more minutes, and the Rockets are 5-16. and
2: You're honestly going to make an argument that you should give him the ball more? Uh, Negative. Negative in my eyes.
1: Right.
0: I mean, I just don't know, man. Like, and that's the thing is, look, again, before we wrap the show up, I'm at Mike Brown underscore 2020. I will meet any single person who tweets me and says, Mike, I hate all of your takes. Let's meet for a beer somewhere, a cup of coffee somewhere. I will buy the first and second round. That's live here on the show. If you disagree and you want to have an honest Houston Rockets basketball conversation, you tell me when and where. I will come meet you and we can talk about this face-to-face. Because I hate what's going on with the Rockets right now. And I think that more people like Jim, more people like Ryan are out there. They're afraid to voice their opinions outwardly on social media because so many fanboys are going to come after them saying, well, you, you hate the Rockets. They're in good shape. Shangoon's this and, you know, KPJ's that. And I'm like, okay, well, neither one of those guys are cornerstones of this team. Sorry. So, the way I feel, man. And if, if somebody can yeah. have that conversation with me face-to-face and change my mind, I'm all ears. Jim, you have any final thoughts before I wrap the show up, my man?
1: Look, next time I'm on, I'll have my next mm. indictment, too. Hopefully, there won't be – hopefully, they'll get this sorted out. Mm. But to start with, they're going to they're gonna have to give Silas his walking papers. Ooh,
0: I like it. My man, have a great night. Thanks, brother. Hey, man, great, great talk tonight. Uh, Here on the Dream Take, it is eleven o'clock central time. I've got to get to bed. I got to get to work in the a.m. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us tonight. My name is Mike Brown. Rockets drop to five and sixteen on the season. Uh, We will be back live with you here on Spotify Live on Friday night as the Rockets travel to the Phoenix Suns. Tip off eight o'clock central time. So we'll be back live here on uh, Spotify Live right at about ten thirty, same time as we were. Tonight. If you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. You can follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co pilot, Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, make sure to search the Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. We'll talk
2: with you live on uh, Friday night here on Spotify Live. And until next time, Rockets fans go rockets.